You're listening to 88.9 KUCI-FM in Irvine, and this is Off the Couch. For those of you sitting on the fence about getting off the couch, the views and opinions on this show are not those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. And guess what? Guess who we have with us today? We have Dave Bowers and Edward Peters. And um, Edward Peters is a gentleman who I understand... A, um, at 51, he did something really hard. He quit smoking. And then what did he do? I, you went on vacation after that, didn't you, Ed? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, then I figured I'd go off for a little run. You, you go off on a little run. Okay. I oh. went out for a little run and um, ended up uh, with 150 marathons. 100, oh, I forgot that part. You quit smoking <laughs> and then ran 150 marathons. Well, I, just seemed like a good thing to do at the time. You know, uh, so. Like you're just bored and you said, I, I'm just going to roll out of bed and, and start running 150 well, marathons. Well, yeah. I, you know, I set a little goal and I just kind of went for it. You know? Okay. okay. How did that get started? Oh, uh, by the way, I have with me Dave Bowers. Uh, he's a friend in my, my running group and he's an in, individual introduced me to Ed Peters. And he was telling me how there's this big story about how at 51 you, you quit smoking and you said, you know what, I think I'm just going to get back into shape. And you run some marathons, and you've run, like, in all 50 states, correct? I've run a marathon. I'm a member of the 50 States Marathon Club. I'm number 342 in the world to have uh, run a marathon in all 50 states. Wait, there's only 342 or 340 Well, no, there's more people. people. There's actually about 500 people now that have completed. We have probably about 3,000 people in our group at this point, and... uh, what you need to do to get into the into the 50 states marathon club is run a marathon in at least 10 states. In it, in, oh, then you, then, you, then you could join, right? You you got to um, run at and, least 10 states or 10 states to join the 50 state club. Right, you have to run a marathon in at least a minimum of 10 states, and okay. then you can join us. It's only ten dollars a year. It's actually pretty reasonable. Uh, <clears throat> and then, um, so right now we have about 3,000 members worldwide. 3,000? the United States and five se- several other uh, European countries. Um, we have about 500 people that have completed at least one, uh, one time around, meaning one marathon in all 50 states. And we have some people have done nine uh, times around. So it's quite a group. So, so people actually come to the United States to run marathons? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we have European people. We have people from Asia. Don't, don't they have their own little states and provinces to run around? Oh, they do, actually. Um, there's all the Canadian provinces. Where we have people that run all 50 states, all of the Canadian provinces, and over like 100 different other countries. Now, I'm going to I know the answer to this, but what was your okay. favorite race? Uh, my favorite race is usually the next one. The next one. I like that answer. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so so I, I got to ask you, what, what makes you, this is the epitome of the show that, you know, this is off the couch for those uh, who are sitting on the fence about getting off the couch. And we talk to people who, uh, you know, they're just starting or th- their training program is they run a minute and then they rest a, a year. And right. um, so how did you get started at 51? What happened that you weren't? working out before that and what made you say well, hey i i've been a smoker like you said i was smoking uh two packs a day you know which was even getting me a little sick you know mentally thinking about it you know i just got to the point where i just needed a lifestyle change so so, you so s- i decided i was going to quit cold, cold turkey and I, I one day i just smoked my last cigarette and um i just knew it was my last cigarette 
at that point. Was that hard? Um, I think once I got my head in the right place, it really wasn't that difficult. In fact, it wasn't uh, anywhere near as difficult as I thought it would be. You know, I think I was maybe thinking about it prior to that. I was almost afraid that I was going to not be able to do it. You know, so you, people, because you think you can't do it, you you don't do it. Okay. You know? Okay. So, so, which is kind of a self-defeating attitude, but right. it's just the way people are. I'll get past that, and then you have to think, well, what do I have to lose? You know, if I quit for three days, well, that's three days I didn't smoke, and I'll go back and do it again next week. You know. So don't so buy now. Basically, that's what I did. And I was lucky where I just did it on the first time, and and the reason I started running was I have I got all this extra energy after that within like a month. And I thought, well, let's use it for something good, you know. So, so, so you had to go somewhere with it. Well, yeah, and then I wanted, I really wanted to kind of structure my life to the point where I wouldn't think about going back to smoking. Right. In other words, give myself something better to do. So um, I had some friends who were <coughs> who were runners, and they encouraged me. They said, come on, let's go out and run, you know. So I started running on the treadmill, and I came from the treadmill off the treadmill onto the road. And I just haven't stopped yet. You know, uh, uh, like what you were saying about how, you know, you're thinking it was going to be bad, you know, to quit smoking. And yeah. and then, you know, you don't want to talk yourself out of it. You know, it's sort of like uh, people can buy into other people's, uh, you know, the horror stories about quitting, you know. Sure. You know, like, hey, that's going to be terrible. That was other people's experiences. You need to go out and get your own experiences Absolutely. before you Everybody's buy into Everybody's different, them. you know, and, and, you know, you don't really know until you really try. And I tell people, if you do try and it doesn't work out, well, what have you lost, you know? You can just try again and keep trying until you, it works out for you. Yeah, and get- eventually you, you'll get it, you know? It's just a matter of, you know. It's like uh, um, first time I ran 100 miles, people go, well, how do you how do you run a hundred miles? You know that's crazy. You know you go well, you know you run one mile and then you do it ninety nine more times. You know? <laughs> uh, just keep going. <laughs> you know I got to write that program down. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it's true. It could be ten steps. You know, uh, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be hundred miles, obviously, but um, but it could be. You know, how do you run a mile? Well, you run one tenth of a mile and then you do it nine more times. You know. Yeah, uh, you, you know, it's like... The formula works very well, actually. Well, uh, for a lot of people listening, um, the, you know, we're kind of wondering how, what the progression was, how you go from zero to uh, you, ultra marathons. some of those, right. there's some ultra marathons in there. What's an ultra marathon? Could you help me out? Ultra marathon is anything over 26.2 miles. Okay, so it can be like 27 miles, and we'll call it an ultra marathon. Yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. But okay. most 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 ultras start at fifty k. Okay, fifty k. Which is thirty thirty one point uh, something miles. Okay, thirty one point something miles. That's an ultra marathon. Right. So you got some right. of those in there in the fifty states. And what's the progression? I mean, did you just did did you say that from the beginning? I'm going to run ultra marathons or no? Actually, I just I was probably thrilled to get around the block the first time. You know, <laughs> you know, I live in a, on a the block that's about a half mile around, so my my first running experience, well, I mean, besides being in the Army and whatever, but when I started to seriously run um, was to make it around the block one time, which I didn't do. You know, this is maybe a month or so after I quit smoking. 
But I, you know, I just walked a little, and then I ran again and walked a little and, until I was able to go completely around, which was a half a mile. It's like without the, stopping. the standard five, couch to 5K program that we keep talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, you know, you yeah. have to start somewhere. And, you know, I just walked out of my door and just started running around the block, you know, and that's where I started um, until I got to the point where I could make it that half mile around. And, and then I worked on making it twice, you know, and, and three times and four times. And before I knew it, I had like, you know, five miles. Now, why and running? Said, wow, this is cool. Why, well, why? I was in a hurry. <laughs> I was waiting for a zinger, man. I was waiting for one. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I was afraid. No, um, no. I mean, uh, the question I ask everybody, uh, it, I don't care why they're in the chair across from me, is uh, right. uh, why running? Why, why aren't we here talking to you about cycling or, you know, taekwondo or something like that? I mean, well, why, why are we talking to you about running? I think running is a... Is a um, is a good way to get physically people associate running with being physically fit and endurance um cycling is also i also do a lot of cycling along with the running but um i think i think running you know you, you associate that with with building endurance also the point because of entry is a lot a lot less right. than in a lot of other sports where you've got to go out and buy equipment um you start you know racking up quite a bit of expense and you're not even started yet a lot of times with before you get to a certain point of getting a certain amount of equipment all you have to do is you could pretty much start with any pair of sneakers that you have in the house because you're not you're not going to go out and necessarily go buy a running watch uh special clothing you know running shoes that are specific when you're first starting you don't have to do that you just need to get out the door and that really just entails getting a pair of sneakers on and start running uh, then you, you're already in the sport. But, like, what do you want, exactly. Paul? You just you roll out of bed, you go get, you put the sneakers on that you already have, pretty and, much, and you start running in them. And that's about what yeah, I did. Right. Yeah, that's about what I did before I started. I mean, really it's getting the kind it. of thing where you don't yeah. even have to brush your teeth first. You know, you yeah, just go. Yeah, just <laughs> go. Yeah, instead of just sort yeah. of walking down the street, just you know, pick it up a little bit, and you're already in your into the sport. When yeah. when did you realize, like, oh my gosh, I'm running? Like, uh, like, wow, I'm a runner. I, I can do a marathon. Like, like you really, the first time you said, I can do a marathon, and it wasn't some pipe dream, or it wasn't a f- delusional well, fantasy. Well, I think, you know, I don't think people start out running with the intention of doing a marathon right away. I know I didn't. I just, like I said, my first goal was to get around the block. And, of course, once I did that, you know, I just wanted to build that up and get to the point where I could run down to the beach, which was three miles away and back. Right. So now we're talking about six miles. So I actually started with a 10K as my first race, and that was my goal, a 10. 10K. And then I, from there I went to a half marathon, um, and from the half marathon to the marathon. Like you just said, this is. Uh, did, did you like the feeling, or you, or like that you get? Oh the yeah, I high? mean when you, yeah, I mean running is the feeling of running is you know it's great. It gets you all pumped up when you you know uh, you build up all these endorphins, but. There's nothing really like crossing a finish line, you know, no matter what the race is, whether it be 10K or 5K or a half marathon marathon, because it's something you could actually start and finish. Same, you know what I mean? And, and you think about how many things you could actually start and finish exactly. and have complete control over. Uh, there's not, uh, the list isn't really long, you know, so you could pick a race and really train for it and tune yourself for it and, and just do it. You know, and it's a it's a really neat feeling across the finish line. What and I've done it uh, quite a few times, and it's it's always a good feeling. You never, you know. 
you know when you start your you, you know that it that, that it's going to happen is what you're saying it's yeah it's, oh sure it's just, well you, you know most of the time you have a lot of control over what happens and what doesn't you know i mean there are certain things that can happen to you along the way that you know injuries or whatever but normally you have you know you're the one that sets your own pace you know and you run your own race what it do you could think? be 10,000 people with you, but you're still running your own race. Now, now, didn't you have friends with you, I mean, that were dragging you along, or or, you were, or didn't you drag David along? Uh, yeah, well, or? Dave and I, uh, he actually was a runner before I was, um, <clears throat> but I was actually a smoker while he was a runner, so we went out running, I didn't get too far, I think, for <laughs> maybe eighth of a mile before I threw up, you know. Well, you know, that's know? because you had yeah. that cigarette in your hand, and you just, yeah, you know, well, well, you. <laughs> while you were yeah. doing it, you know, that yeah. wasn't helping you much there. Oh, is that no, the, the, the run, the run, walk, uh, smoke break, run, walk, smoke break? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was smoke, 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 run, walk, you know. The, the Jeff Galloway <laughs> plan C is, is, is what that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. It so, didn't work out real well if you're smoking that. You know, so. so Dave drug you along? Dave was the one that got you into this? He got me started, but uh, I was, like I said, at the time I was a smoker, so my running career lasted about 12 minutes at that point. I think you're giving yourself a lot of credit there. I think it was. Yeah, maybe a little less. You know. <laughs> I don't think I it don't was know. 12 minutes, but it's around. But all right, well, well, the irony was, um, Ed was fully into the running at the point I actually stopped running. Okay. And I gained a lot of weight. I had my own life situation going on where I I wasn't even doing it, and Ed encouraged me to go back into it, and he had to convince me to do it because at that point. I was 30 pounds heavier than I am now, right. um, and I never even thought about going back into running at that point, and I didn't think I could do it. So he had actually, it was a reverse situation, he had actually convinced me to go back into it. Now, at the, up to that point, I had never run any races, and the most I've ever run was three miles. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. And, and this was back in 2006. So he was already, Ed, how long were you running by spring of 2006? At the, um, I think you've been, what, two years oh, or three I've years? Done, or several marathons already. Yeah. yeah, you've already been into it a bit. So to even think about running a race, I've never even run a race or thought about running a race up to that point. Even when I was, was very much into running, and, and again, it was only up to about three miles, I never even thought about entering any races. And, so. and now you, I, I've I've gone to these races with you. You're actually pretty good at that. Like, what are you running a half marathon every, at least once a month? Or well, I run the the club races. So at least yeah. And if there's a half marathon in there, I'll run the half marathon. But usually the 10k, whatever the the uh, the faster or the longer races, I'll run those. But Ed actually, um, once with his encouragement, I got back into it and. My first, uh, my first race was a 5K down in Newport Beach, right. and that thing was so strenuous. I vowed never to do that again. But let's get back to Ed. That's what only I'm talking about. Yeah, That's let's what get I'm back to about. me. Let's oh. get back to Ed for a you're second because I want to. I want to bring up. Here, so, yeah. <laughs> I want to bring something. Okay, hey, <laughs> okay, I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I wanted to bring something up um, no. that bef- I don't want this to slip away. But after Ed ran his first marathon, ask him how he felt, Paul, and and what his thoughts uh, were. How did you feel, and what were your thoughts? Funny you should ask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine was with me, and she brought me to the race, and I finished, and I said to her, don't ever let me do this again, no matter what I say to you. <laughs> you know, don't Time ever, to ever let me do this again. You know, <laughs> it's like the worst thing I've ever done. You know? And uh, three days later, I was online looking for another race. You know? Wow. 
Well, three days later. You always think, well, you know, I could do it. I can go a little faster. I could have went a little better. You know, I could have done this. I could have done that. But I was pretty well hooked after that first race. Yeah, that that is kind of of, of amazing. Cause, you know, I, I'm not really a runner. You know, my wife belongs to the running clubs and, and stuff uh-huh. like that. And I just go, but, you know, I finish a race and I'm thinking I could do better. I'm already thinking about how to do better next time. Right. You know, and so far I've all, I've ever, all I've run is the 5Ks. I'm going to do the OC uh, half marathon in May. But, yeah, it's like, oh, wow, th- this is terrible. I hate this. You know, that's not really. Hey, wait a minute. I think I could have shaved like a minute off last time. <laughs> is, is that what well, happens? Is you wake up and you go, hey, I could have done better. Yeah, you know, maybe if I didn't, you know, have those four glasses of wine last night, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, I would have been a little faster. You know, it's always something. But, you know, once you get hooked into it, it really, you know, you just want to do it again. Is, is that what drives you? Feeling, you know? Is that what drives you? I mean, come on, you know. I mean, let's not forget we're talking. The reason we're talking to you is you, you, you. What did you just do? One hundred and fifty. Your one hundred and fiftieth marathon. Right. And right. Um, the marathons, not one hundred and fifty. You know, five. There's no five Ks in there. No, the marathons and above. I mean, they go. Okay. Uh, I've done like uh, twenty ultra marathons, actually, or okay. twenty-one ultra marathons, and in there they've gone from fifty K to one hundred one miles in, in all fifty states, of course. Yeah. Um. And, and so, what drives you that you just get out of bed the next day and you go, "Wow, that last one I really could have pushed a little harder, or I could have conserved well, at earlier." At this point, I'm not as competitive as maybe I used to be, even with myself. Okay, I just really enjoy it. Okay, you know? so um, it's I really don't go out um, thinking ah, I could do better than I did last week or you know yesterday. I just go out with the intent of just going out and having a good time. So you don't even fun. know why you do it anymore. You just, it's like, oh, hey, I do. I enjoy it. I really do I, enjoy okay. it. Okay, you know, there you go. It's something I do because I enjoy it. And I've met, like, thousands of people along the way. Um, I sh- I'm still meeting people. Um, so, it, you know, it's, it's always fun. You know, it's never boring at all. Well, the irony also is people think running is a solo sport. And right. it's and it become and it can be boring. Yeah, if you if you run by yourself, <laughs> right. I think that's one of the reasons why I think joining a, a running organization makes it uh, that much better is because you become part of something where it is a communal thing and it's a uh, it's a social thing. Right. Uh, but by doing that, also you it raises your game uh, just just by showing up. But right. Ed po- makes a point about it is I mean not only is I think it's it's kind of it's hobby. Is, is is the running thing you become part of a community because he goes to these runs like I've run 15 marathons and that's thanks I, a lot to Ed in, in pushing me to get going with this huh. um, and I've enjoyed it but it's when in most of those I've actually um, scheduled running with Ed and, and doing these things so we run together and it's a lot of fun but I, I go there and Ed hey you know Larry how you doing and he knows everybody I mean yeah he can point all these people out, and they all know him. And they're, it's it's uh, you know it's like going to a you know a big party, and and that's what it's become. I mean, and and see, here's another irony, and I and I tell a lot of people this is I think a lot of first of all, I think a lot of people are afraid they have to be at a certain level, or right. they're afraid of right. of even trying to do something more than what they're doing now because they feel they have to they have to be at that level. And, and it scares them, and they say, no, you know what, I can't, I can't reach that level. Well, in general, and, and Ed says this all the time, is, you know what, nobody's really ever that fast. There's always going to be somebody faster than you. Right, right. And you have to find out where your strengths are and, and go with that. And, and, and with Ed, 
I, I, and I, I tell people this all the time, too. Ed, I don't, you know, Ed's not, and, and I don't mean this in a bad way, Ed, because I love okay, you. You know that me. guy. I mean, hey. he's not the fastest guy in the world. <laughs> right. And, right. and well, there are very nobody fast. Nobody is, you know. Well, yeah, and there's very fast guys out there, and they're all, comp- they're all competing for that extra few seconds or extra minutes and everything, and I think that's great. But when you give somebody, you know, when somebody says, hey, how did you do? And you give them their the time that you know you, the race time most people have no clue whether that's fast or not really right right uh, even if right. it is kind of fast and they go wow that's nice but when ed says hey you know i did 150 marathons they're, they're practically floored right and ed's strength is endurance if okay. anything and he's got a story to tell and he's got medals hanging up all over his apartment right and that's that's where his strength is and it's amazing even to me i mean i'm just you know, I, I got to keep a separate calendar for where the hell Ed is every weekend. <laughs> well, it's, l- l- let's just talk about that. How, how, how do you get out? How do you get out of bed and like you just I'm, and run the next marathon after you just ran one and ran? Isn't your body taking a toll on you? Or, or well, how, how it's you like anything out? else. You get used to it. You have to. Oh. You know, you have to get used to doing. And by the way, one of my favorite quotes are: "If there wasn't for." The slow people, there'd be no fast people. There'd be no fast people. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you go to all these. uh, uh, What's your rate? Is it like uh, it can't be one a month? I mean, the math doesn't work out. Oh, sure. I mean, this past year, I've run, I ran twenty five, twenty six races. Okay. You know, which is obviously a little over two a month. Okay, two a month. Um, Wow. And that's just marathons. You've run some marathons and fifty and um, and uh, ultra marathons mixed. I ran actually. Nine marathons and sixteen, um, nine ultras and sixteen marathons in two thousand and twelve. Now, are you looking for a given time or a minimum time at least for all of them, or, or is finish finishing to you, or are you trying no, to? No, it, it all or? depends on the day. I mean, I'm uh, in a week and a half, two weeks. I'm going down to Miami Beach to run the Miami Marathon. Wow! Um, it's going to be eighty degrees, probably with one hundred percent humidity. Wow! So I can pretty much guarantee it's not going to be one of my faster races of the month. You know, or you know, because I'm not acclimated to that, you know. So in order to not get sick and enjoy myself, I'll just slow down a little and just have fun. You know? so, so is that what you tell yourself when, you know, you know you're not going to get a good time? I mean, like, you know well, what, I'm just going to run good, and I'm going to... a good time. I don't, it depends how you define a good time, you know. I mean, uh, there was once in Cincinnati when I met these two two girls. And I had a great time, you know. <laughs> and you had a good <laughs> time. <laughs> you, know, you know, but... A good time is is just a day in the park, you know. It's just uh, is it is twenty minutes going to change your life one way or the other? You know, no, I don't think so. You know, you one know. thing one that I I did like about what we were talking about when I spoke to you on the phone was, um, I w- I thought I was talking to a guy who ran one hundred and fifty marathons, and that was the greatest. And he started at fifty one when he quit smoking. That was the greatest thing in the world. But you kept bringing up all these other names of people around you. You know, True. like like that guy. He's you know that guy inspired me. You, this guy's you know really old and he ran. And well, this guy, yeah, there's a lot it, of inspirational people. You know that you you run into that uh, that inspire you, know, you. No matter how fast you are, how many marathons you've done, I can you know there's always somebody who's above you or ahead of you. Or but that's all good because they're all very encouraging people. And too. that's the way it should be. Actually, it's most intimidating. Work, you know? um, right. Saturday, I ran a. <clears throat> excuse me, a 50K in Long Island and on the trail. You know, it was a pretty technical trail. And, you know, it was a pretty tough run. But um, along the way, I met um, a couple of guys, and I said, how are you guys doing? And they go, oh, great, but this is the farthest. And he said to me, it's the farthest I've ever run before. You know, um, 
I said, well, how far? He said, well, we had to cut short. You know, one of our, our guys hurt his foot, so we had to cut short one of the loops. So we're going to end up with 27 miles when we're finished, and, that, and then we're going to be done. And I said, well, why would you want to stop at 27? They said, all you need is like three or four mile, more miles, and you have a 50K because you've never run one before. <clears throat> he said, well, yeah, but this is as far as I've ever run, you know. And I said, well, that's all great, but why would you want to throw away those miles when you can hit like a 50K and run your first 50K and just four more miles? I said, you have to have four more miles left. He said, you know, that's you're right. <laughs> so uh, he did it. You know, he he actually ran the extra four miles when he came back in. He came back in, he went back out again two miles, and then he came back, and he was so happy he did it, you know. So it's about pushing but, it. And then it. he emailed me and said, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have done it. Wow. So... So, so it's um, about pushing it, each other. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's you know, that mental block that stops people you know? from okay. from doing what they can do. Okay. I mean, I meet a lot of people that are in great shape that right. are excellent runners. Right. But they've never run half marathon. They've never run a marathon. And right. there's just something that stops them from doing it. And it's usually it just hands down fear of yeah. not knowing um, what to expect or or that they'll fail at it. And... That's okay. one thing about this sport is there is no real failure because the fact what's what's the uh, Ed what is the uh, the percent of people in the world that um, have ever run a marathon? Um, I think it's like less than one percent. Really? <clears throat> yeah, total. Wow. That actually had run one, not okay. even They've actually run one marathon. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And you think it's fear that's in their way? I think people. Yeah, I think. People, um, once they convince themselves they can't do anything, they won't do it. Okay. So a lot of it's mental, like Dave said. I mean, a lot of people are physically able to do things. They don't do it just because of the fear of not being able to complete it. Or, and, or to succeed. Which is why groups like the 50 Stakes Club and, you know, these different running groups like the South Coast Runners, um, they're great because they're very encouraging, you know, and you meet people who uh, will encourage you along the way, you know, and, and push you'd be on. amazed, you know, what you can accomplish with the right people around you. Mm-hmm. Well, th- that is one thing. Like, uh, one thing I do like about our club, the South Coast Roadrunners, uh, we are, we're just a club, uh, I have to say this, we're not a organization of any kind, uh, non-profit <coughs> or otherwise. Uh, right, right. The, uh, um, the, you know, I'm hanging out with people that I am no, I'm nowhere near their league. I mean, we got like Leilani. They just mail her the medals. She, she I mean, it's <laughs> perf, it's perfunctory. I think she's at a point she doesn't even have to run it. Yeah, they you know, they, they, they'll just, yeah, they'll just, yeah, they but, just figure she's going to win it anyway. So. But we talk, we hang out. <laughs> sure. You know, it's like uh, uh, she has great parties. Too. Yeah, she has great parties. Yeah, and, good and, parties. And, and the uh, uh, yeah, but stay where you are. No, no good times over here. The uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, the. But it's like you join this club and these people they're they're in a different league altogether, but they still hang out and they talk to you and they and they well, still Well, because we you. all have the same thing in common. We're all going to run the same race. Okay. We may run different speeds, you know, but we're all going to get to the same place. And I what I found is no matter how advanced or how fast or how many marathons people have run, they're just as encouraging to everybody around them, you know, to you try to help them get to the same place. You think we all remember when we were there? Oh yeah. Do you absolutely. remember when you were there? Your first absolutely. You know, like yeah. 
It's like your first, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the views and opinions of this show. Oh, oh, whoops. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> definitely go out of my way to help people whenever I can. Yeah, uh, the, uh, so, yeah. you, you, oh, by the way, you ran the, the Boston Marathon? I have run Boston, yeah, a couple of years ago. Wow. So I, I, I didn't actually qualify to run Boston because you need to qualify for a time. Oh, okay, you can know? you help me out with that, Dave? What, what are we talking about when I talk when I say Boston Marathon? What? Why should anyone care? About well, Boston is a specific kind of. You have to qualify for Boston. In other words, there are some of the races around the country are what they call Boston qualifiers. So, okay. based on your age, um, you you have a specific time that you have to meet. Well, I know there's there's new rules now that are actually it makes it a little even tougher to qualify. Okay. But you need the bottom line is you need to qualify to even go and race in Boston. Right. So there are different ways to to get into Boston, and one is to to hit that mark as far as 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 far as speed goes. Okay. Right. For your age group, another one is you can actually uh, get donations, uh, monetary donations. You, yeah, you can do fundraising. Basically, okay. and you can hit a mark in, in the fundraiser, and then you qualify that way. Do they still do that? I in? did not is, know that. Yes, they do. You can go with uh, American Cancer Society. Usually, it's a about a twenty five hundred dollar um, mark you have to hit to fundraise. Yeah, I had a buddy that sign did up that. for that. Okay, you know, with the American Cancer Society, this different leukemia society, but uh, that's one way to get in. But basically, the holy grail is kind of like Boston Marathon BQ qualifier, you know. Um, because you have to be fast, basically. You know, no matter what age you are, you have to be a fast runner to get into Boston. Okay, so it is an, an actual accomplishment just to be there, is right. what we're saying. Okay, exactly. Okay, so, but, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, you, but you were no, invited. No, so everybody wants to qualify for Boston. Okay. You know, and, you know, and that's the kind of a benchmark type thing to determine if you're fast or not fast. You know, but everybody kind of. If you're competitive, you kind of go towards that mark. You want to qualify for Boston. And and you say you just so. do it for fun. So how did you get there? Well, actually, one of my clients worked for Poland Springs, um, so she got me a VIP pass into Boston. A, a VIP not having pass. to qualify. You know. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was political. Like, it was a political pass. It was you know, it was a it was a backstage pass. Okay. Yeah, well, kind of, I mean, I had a regular number and all that, you know. But uh, and how'd you do uh, there? What's that? How'd you do? I did fine. I had a great time. You know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a great day. You know, we had fun. You know. So they weren't picking up the cones and. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Opening no, I'm not up that the slow. street and. Uh, no, no, I'm not that slow. You know? Okay. Okay. Has <laughs> that ever happened to you? I mean, like you're running all these races, where it's like, okay, I've, I just, okay, Dave's just motioning. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time at the L.A. Marathon <laughs> one year. <laughs> I remember it well. They still weren't laughing, you know. <laughs> they, they actually happened to you on your race where they opened up the street. You were, you know, like a. Oh no 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 not that no bad. no no. Okay. It was bad. Actually, in his own the, way. the race Dave was referring to was the L.A. Marathon. It was a couple of years ago. Where actually uh, we're at mile twenty four. And I uh, was bending down to stretch my back, and I guess my blood pressure dropped down on me a bit, and I passed out. <laughs> oh, okay, that's oh. not fun. No, it wasn't good, you know, but I, although the rest was kind of nice. You know. But uh, long story short, I ended up in the aid station with an IV in my arm, and it was a mile, like I said, mile 24. So we had to wait, um, oh, about I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour before this thing drained. 
before we could finish the race. <laughs> and even uh, at that, so we, we had to plead with the uh, the medics to let us finish. Wow. They right. didn't. They wanted us to to just call it. And I said, "We're this close to the finish line. I, I, why can't we just walk it across?" And we had to promise them that we would. We would not run. We would walk. And I don't know at that point if. Well, actually, <laughs> Ed was saying, <laughs> "Boy, I feel crossed. well. I feel good now. You know, a little IV." <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's, like that's the best thing you can you know? do. Yeah. You Did know. you run yeah, with that, that little thing that holds IV up? What I'll they tell got? you what. Yeah. If they could figure a way to do that and just keep an IV in your arm, you know, yeah, you know? that'd be great. Yeah. Well, the funny part was that you know the, the LA Marathon. I think that year had twenty twenty five thousand people. So. There was even at an hour after sure. taking that little nap, There's a lot of people. Uh, there was still a big group. You know, we were, <laughs> we were with a, quite a big group still. Oh yeah. So Ooh. at that point, I, they had tried to get the IV in one arm. They couldn't get it, so they ended up putting it in the other arm. So now I have these two patches, one in each <laughs> arm. You know, one of, and so I'm walking. We're going along, and the, and the guy said to me, the guy came up to me, one of the other runners. He said, "Boy, he says you look like you just gave blood." I said, "Didn't you?" but we yeah it it was just slowed us down but we had a good time anyway you know i i can imagine 50 states running through 50 states didn't you have uh uh where i mean like close calls with wildlife or i don't know other things i mean what are some weird stories that you had that uh well actually uh, i was in uh, new hampshire just about a month ago it was around halloween i was doing a um, hundred miler and i was out in the woods um, and a trail, you know, and all of a sudden I looked over to my left and there was a 200 pound bear staring at me. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, uh, you can yeah, take so it, I right? I said to him, Hey, nice coat. And he said, Thanks. And he ran. I had to know he was 200 that, pounds. You never know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, um, actually, moose up in Alaska, you know, running along. Oh, those are more dangerous than bears. I think so, you know. Um, I dated once in he, college. He dated. <laughs> so, anything else? Uh, any, any other stories? I mean, being out in the middle of nowhere, or like the the wildlife, or what? what did you? Uh, not not really wildlife stories. I mean, um, you know, your normal animals, skunks, and you know, little creatures. Or maybe around. like bees and bees. black flies oh, uh, coming bees. at you. Mosquitoes. Well, you know, you northeast. never know when these bees are going to chase you down the road. <laughs> you know? Okay, what well, I'm thinking about is what did you learn What did you learn about America running marathons in, in all the states? I mean, a lot of people haven't traveled to all 50 states, and you've run through them. Well, right? I've actually traveled. I've been in all almost all 50 states even before I started running. Okay. So it wasn't my, you know, I've, tra- I've been traveling since I was a little kid. Um. But it's always interesting meeting, like I said, going new places, meeting new people, you know. And, um, and you find out, like, like, hey, wow, there, there are people here, and they're just like, you know, anywhere else. You know, like oh, sure. You go to Alabama, you go to North Dakota, you go where, and you go, wow, there, there's nice people here. It's oh, yeah. Like they're, not, yeah. they're not bad, and they're hospitable. Oh, no, no, I've, you know, um, people are people, you know. Okay, that's cool. They might cool. talk a little different here and there, but. Now, it may be a little fatter down south, but uh, yeah, I, I I know that I grew up in Texas, so yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, the food's kind of g- good eating there. Do, do you like? Yeah, we used to chase armadillos in Texas. Hmm? Yeah, uh, no, the, they're actually born dead on the road. Oh, they ah, resurrect? Okay. Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah, the, no, they're just born dead on the road. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever seen a live armadillo. Oh, just, I got yeah, you. Right. Just, yeah, the the um, I was just wondering as as far as the running, you know, the fifty states and stuff. I mean, um. Are are there some states that where you know do you get what do you get out of the different races like scenery easier to run, 
you know. Well, they're all different depending on, you know, the, the, the race. I mean, it could be up in the mountains, you know. It could be, you know, um, South Dakota. When I ran, it was the first 14 miles were uphill. Wow. wow. You know, uh-huh. so, you know, it's a little tougher, and you know. But there are races like up in Vermont where you're constantly going up and down hills. You know, so or up in Massachusetts. I don't know which one's worse. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, or, or the last half, you have more hills than in the first half, and you know, so the courses are different. Um, like I said, I'm going down to Florida in two weeks, where it's pretty much sea level the whole course, sea level. Nice know, and flat, at eighty degrees. Well, tell them about yeah, Seattle, Ed. That's not necessarily a good thing because maybe sometimes hills are good. You know, you kind of vary your your pace a little bit and different muscles. And so, what happened in so. Seattle? Ah, Seattle. Are we talking about running or? Yeah, yeah, no, not that other oh, thing. Okay. No, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah not that other thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, the well, I, I flew to Seattle. <laughs> I think it was in de- early December to do my Washington State. I had to check that one off, so I I threw out there for that reason, just for the race. And um, it started out where it was raining. I mean, pouring rain right from the start, which is always not a good thing. And then the rain turned to snow, and then. It got colder. It got into the 30s, and then the snow turned to sleet. And then all of a sudden, the wind picked up. So we had now we had like a 40 mile an hour wind with with rain and sleet and snow. And then it was doing everything all at once. You know, so I mean, it was probably the most miserable race I've ever run, only because of the weather. I don't even I couldn't even tell you what the course looked like because. My whole thing that day was just to get through it and get finished. Now you would think that would have said to that would have been a situation or a moment where you go, you know, I'm never doing this again. Well, it was, but it was also, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you think I, geez, maybe I need a new hobby, you know. (laughs) But here's the thing: is everyone finished, didn't they? Well, I did. I don't know about everybody else. (laughs) I don't care about. I really wasn't paying attention. I was really concentrating on just getting through that. Maybe they were donating. You know, my thought in my head was like I could very easily quit this race at the half. You know, at the halfway mark. You know, in other words, where the arrow says half marathon turn here. Yeah. You know, I was very tempted to go, but I had flown all the way out there from from New York. You know, and of course, my fifty states where I had them all scheduled out for that particular year. You know how many I needed to do. That and I was, uh, you know, um, one of them, and I wasn't about to stop. You know, at that point. You know what? You I know, just so. realized the secret to finishing 150 marathons. What's that? You sign up for them in the comfort of your own home, yeah, thinking you know. happy thoughts, right. and then when you and fly then you tell up, everybody, and you tell everybody what you're going to do because right. now it's out and there. Now it's out yeah. there. Now you commit Facebook. to it. Put it on Facebook. Put it on, that, yeah, that's right. And then when you get out there, it doesn't matter what happens. You're like, I paid for this. That's right. Well, I'm, I'm on this. a mission, you know, yeah. <laughs> basically, you know. I mean, we've all, you know, anybody, you've talked to anybody that's run marathons or, you know, long-distance races, and they'll, they'll all tell you they've been to that low spot, you know. But it, it's not that difficult to climb. But once you realize that, yeah, you're there at that lower spot where it doesn't get any lower, uh, but there, there, there is a spot where you're going to come back up and, and feel better eventually. You know, no matter what, it's always it always happens that way. You know? And you remember that. I mean, you remember oh, the, yeah. the time you got knocked down and you or you got back sure. up and and you sure. said, um, and you're fact, there again. Just, you, well, three weeks ago, I was running another 50k a trail run, and it was a 10k course, a pretty difficult trail, and it was snow and ice. Uh, the whole trail was covered with snow and ice. I said it was only like three weeks ago, and so it was five 10k loops. 
So on my fourth loop, I, I met up with a guy who was really struggling. And uh, he had never run a 50K before. He'd run several marathons, but never a 50K. And he said, I don't really know if I could finish this, you know. And I said, of course you could finish it. You know? He said, ah. He said, I've never felt this bad before. I said, well, let's just get in this time, and, and we'll talk about it, you know, at the aid station at the end of the 10K loop. <laughs> so we got in, and we had some hot soup. And I said, come on, we're going again, you know. Ah, I said, come on, come on, you know. But once he he got going, he actually started running again. And we ran that last loop, and, he, and we talked the whole time, and he didn't even know what hit him, and he finished. Point wow. being that once he started feeling a little better, once I started talking to him, he forgot all about where he was before, you know, and just did what he had to do. You, you, know? you go to your little he, happy he place. He just used some energy he didn't, he didn't even know he had at that point. And, and that's you know, it's usually the case is where you mentally you can't let your your body control your mind. You know, you have to use your mind to control your body. What do you think of Dave? Well, I'm thinking <laughs> that <laughs> if it, if we actually, you know, it's it's like when you're. I equate this kind of situation with when I used to be in the deep sea fishing club, and I had no business being there because right. you know I get sick on the tilt a whirl, you right, know, right. and. Every time I went out, I got deathly sick for eighty percent of the of the trip. But as soon as we got into the you know into the harbor area, you know, or you know into the inlet, and it was calm seas, I was feeling better. Going, wow, this was great! I can't wait to go out again. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of the same thing when you're in the middle of it. You swear you'll. I mean, I'll tell you, I I ran uh, ran Vermont. Was it last year or two years ago? We ran Vermont because we two years we all two years ago we alternate like every Memorial Day weekend. I fly back east and I have work to do back there, and uh, we we choose really. I guess it's been one of two marathons, one way or the other. We're going to run them, and it's in the Berkshires in Massachusetts or Burlington, Vermont, because okay. it's Memorial Day weekend. And my first marathon was Burlington, and it was is and this was back in two thousand seven, and. It was it was great. I had a great time. So I said, "Hey, I want to let's go revisit this because I want to feel that again." Well, I got news for you: Burlington the second time had to be one of my most miserable <laughs> marathons <laughs> I ever ran. Not only did I have a bad ankle, but I was it was like 80, 80 90 degrees with ninety percent humidity most of the right. most of the way. So if I wasn't screaming about my ankle, I couldn't breathe. You know, and I was I felt like I was going to pass out. And I I was thinking of every bad word in the book to call ed yeah so and i can't <laughs> believe i can't believe i'm even doing this and yeah. i'm gonna funny story i, I said what's the matter he finished before me <laughs> and he was sitting there in the first aid tent you know <laughs> yeah. and outside it on a in, chair you know i came in to the finish line and I, w I came by him and i said boy you really look good in green you know <laughs> <laughs> i was i'll tell you if there was any time i thought of never doing it again it was then I, I never felt so miserable and i and i've had my share uh that year it seems like nothing nothing was going right in my running career but then it, it passes right you know and what happens is you get back on again and you're you're good to go but i but i think when you know you can accomplish certain things and you can you can push through certain things and that you're you're able to uh achieve and and a lot of you know achieving means sometimes you're going to feel some pain and that's just the way it goes right um and realizing at those moments when you think you're at your lowest and you you think you're, you really feel like you're going to die right um saying you know i've been here before and i'm going to push through this and i'm exactly. going to accomplish 
because right. I'm I'm able to do that, and and I think that's what people need to focus on. So m- you know, more more than anything is that they can accomplish. If they're already accomplished to a certain point, they need to find the next step of accomplishment and not be fearful of it. And right. I think that's, that's right. where the problem is: is people are afraid of that next step because they get in this comfort zone of accomplishment, but they're really they're really fooling themselves because. You know, they, they, okay, you can do this. So let's just push it out a little bit more. Let's see what right. else you can do. And, and that's that step that a lot of people have a hard time making because it's going to hurt a little bit. And people don't like to feel pain. Let's face it. I'm, well, there's a few people. I don't know if Ed really, yeah, well, You know what I mean? I mean, there's exceptions to the rule. But in general, most, most people don't like to be uncomfortable. Right. And as we get older, I think we also... Um, start feeling that way even more but when you get involved with with organizations like the south coast roadrunners where you've got people that are you there's a there's a woman in our group that's what 62 years old right and she is amazing i mean i don't i could only hope to be as accomplished as she is as a runner right um and she's you look at for inspirations and that's part of the thing too is look for an inspiration and actually set your mind to to focusing on that inspiration because once you do that I think that'll help you get over that 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 uh, hump where you're uh, you, you can't go f- to the for the next accomplishment you got to find you have to focus on someone who's doing what you want to do and find that person that'll help encourage you and actually let sure. them encourage you because that's right. that's half the problem because I notice because I like to try to encourage people to right. do things but people get resistant to that encouragement and i wish i had that kind of encouragement along in life when i needed it in a lot of ways because i know what that's like to need that encouragement and want to go forwards but not have someone help me do that right so when you find somebody that will help you get to the next step you've got to accept that and and really move to that next step and and because then it makes it a lot easier than trying to do it yourself but 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 part of that is move forwards by finding somebody who is going to help you go there and then just go do it and you'll see how easy it can be and and, and it sounds like uh with ed is like uh i know i'm that guy uh i find my inspiration from trying to push others like i know when i do my cardio kickboxing i like to be that guy that says come on let's go harder let's go harder and that makes me want to go there you you sound like the guy that absolutely your happy spot is is telling that other guy you have no excuse that's right or you need to get do it you know i mean most people, like Dave said, they're very capable of doing it. They just need somebody to help them along. And, you know? and, so, and, if I could be that guy, that's all great. You know, it's part of what I do. You know? And it's part. I think what part we do as runners, and we should be as part right. of part of that community that that's very attractive in in, in right. running. Is right. we all want to be that kind of person because we've been there where we needed that encouragement to make that first that's step, right. and now as we're moving forwards. We want to help other people because we've been there, right. and we know right. and we know what it's like to be. Yeah, you know that person. Go, I don't know if I can do that. Right. Well, right. you can do that. And Ed, believe me, um, when I'm feeling like stopping, I think it. Ed next to me, go, come on, Dave, come on, get going. Okay, and, and that's Ed's. Uh, that's Ed's mantra is is, is uh, get going. There's something basically. I want I want to say here is we said that you stopped smoking at 51, and then you start right. running all these marathons. How long ago were you 51? Um, Ten years ago. Ten years ago. So we're talking to a 61-year-old man. Sure. I'm the old guy. 
And, okay, I just want to point that out. All this running, this marathon, come on, run, 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 go, push, push, is coming from right. a 61-year-old uh, marathoner, ultra-marathoner. So, yeah. so it's a. I'm trying to tell people because I'm I'm tired of hearing like I'm 40, and uh, you I know can't what? Run. I, I met a guy a couple of years ago at the Twin Cities Marathon in Minnesota. Right. 85, 86 years old. He's running his 300th marathon. You know, and uh, I said to him, "Well, so 300th marathon, you're 86." I said, "So this is it?" And he said, "What are you crazy?" <laughs> he says, "I'll be doing this till the day I die." You know, and. He said, I'm not even, you know, he was kidding. He said, I'm not even start yet. You know, I'm just getting warmed up, you know. So I said to him, I want to be like you when I grow up, you know. You're an inspiration. Yeah. Well, I mean, but there's guys, there's many people, not only guys, but women in, in their 80s and, and even 90s running. Really? You know? No oh, way. Oh, absolutely. There was a, uh, a 10K here just where I live in Connecticut a couple of weeks ago, and we had five, five uh, males over 90 years old running in the 10K. Yeah. Wow, so, over ninety. Yeah. So, so we're we're impressed by you, and you're like you don't you don't even know the half of it. No, nah, I'm a young guy. You know? Okay, so, so um, okay, Larry, so, my friend Larry Macon from okay. Texas, there who you just go. set the world record this year, uh, which actually broke his own record the year before, which he broke from the year before that and the year before that. Well, first of all, how he, old is Larry? How old right. is Larry? Is sixty-eight years old. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, you haven't heard he, the wow the yet. the world record holder. The wow. Um, uh, for running the most scheduled marathons in one year. And this year he did 100 and um, I'm pretty sure I'm right on the nose. There 140, 57 marathons. Okay, stop for a minute. Stop for a minute. Okay, we're not talking okay. like in his age class. We're no, talking no, we're talking about anybody. Grand. No, no. Wow. In one year. 57 marathons it, it, in wow. one year. Wow. Yeah. Scheduled marathons now. He didn't make these up himself. That's somewhere in terror. Marathons. Yeah, and that's, you know, sometimes uh, one a day for seven days straight. You know? Wow, that, that is absolutely amazing. And how many has he run in his career approximately? Uh, 960. Actually, oh uh, New Year's Eve was his 960th marathon. Wow. Total, lifetime. So Larry yeah. is actually going to be the first American to run 1,000 marathons. Larry? He's actually... Uh, I think a European uh, gentleman who I forget his name right now, but he's run about twelve hundred. But no American has run a thousand marathons. And I've met I've met Larry, and I'm going to tell you something. If you talk to Larry, right. and he asks you, you know, um, you know about yourself, he'll ask you basically about your running and what you've done, and he will be so amazed by anything you tell him sincerely. You know, he's very interested. He's not arrogant. Um, he's very encouraging. You would never know, looking at this guy, that he's accomplished this. You know, by any wow. way, way wow. or means. That's no. Very, Larry is a very, very encouraging, person. very down to earth guy, and this yep. is just what he does. And he's wow, pretty amazing. Yeah. So, so you actually yeah. know other people like this. Um, like we have a. Oh yeah, I know a lot of people like that. We we have a gentleman in my club that I keep bringing up. Like you know, one day I got up, I got my leg blown off in Nam, and you know, I run a half marathon or I run marathons yeah. and triathlons. Yeah. It's like you're around people who like, you know. Oh yeah, they're really. I mean, just, I'm a hundred years just, old and I run marathons. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, this past yes, two days ago, I was running this trail marathon and there was a girl with one leg. She had one of these, um, I have lever type springs, you know, on the right. on her left leg, and she was doing the trails. And these were, I was wow. running behind her, you know. So you're, you're surrounded by people who like, I mean, like, I have excuses. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, and these people, they, they. 
how do they do it? You know, I mean, yeah, well, it's all just wanting to do stuff and just go out and believe it in yourself and you brain. can do it. I mean, yeah. this girl was amazing. I was just, she was like, and we were going up. This was not an easy trail, you know, where you just kind of go along and it's all smooth. This is rocks and ridges and we're going up gullies and climbing over stumps and, you know, um, it was amazing. And she was right there and she was ahead of me. You know, not that I'm the greatest runner in the world, but really, you know. The bottom line is there's always somebody faster, better, whatever, than you yeah. are. Okay. But you got to find your place and do it and just go out and get it done. Yeah. And, I mean, again, you got to put the time and the effort. You don't just, you know, lace up and get going uh, and run right. a marathon. You build up to it. But the thing is about running, it doesn't take that long to okay. get to a point okay. of accomplishment because every day is an accomplishment in running. Oh, and, yeah. And that's yeah. the whole point is once you get the the feeling of accomplishment, even when it's just like Ed said, I, I made it around the block the first time. Right. It builds on that, and it becomes what you will eventually be doing. You know, if you right. if you stay consistent right. with it, and it and it helps you throughout life anyway. Because what this does is it it, it builds that uh, that endurance and accomplishment feeling for everything that you do. So it's sure. but it's easy to to get going with and with with this kind of. All sport. you need to do is set small goals. You don't need to. You know, get out and say, I'm going to start running and, you know, I'm going to run a marathon. No, you just want to be able to run, let's say, two miles, you know, and then two more miles or a mile and then another mile. And before you know it, you know, you just keep setting these small goals and, and getting there. And once you get there, you'll set another one. Yeah, because I, see, you know, I've always said sign that, up for Ed, something. You know, you should yeah. always have something signed up for, you know. Yeah, that's it. Don't. Oh, yeah, that was one thing uh, that I got uh, from some of the others. Sign up for something. Mm -hmm. Right. Sign up for it. it. Always have it signed up. Yeah, yeah the commitment. Once you push the button yeah. on the on the pay button, you know yeah. you're committed. Yeah, like you know? if you're going to start a couch to five k program, and they're like a, you know uh, ten weeks, they're all like ten weeks. Right. Sign up you, for that ten k. Yeah, you yep. need. Yeah, you need to be bam. I mean now, you know, if That's you're going right. to start tomorrow, you need to be commit and, and tell That's people right. that way. Boom, it's there. You're, Put your name on the on the line, you know, and sign up, you know, and you'll have something to go towards. And I did want to insert something is one thing I do say is you just beat everyone that didn't show up. That's right. That's right, exactly, just by getting there. You know. But I'll tell you, after my first race, I said to Ed, you know what, Ed? <laughs> Where the hell is that ribbon that I always see in those pictures what? at the end of the race? I said, I never see that <laughs> ribbon when I cross the finish line. Ed, what did you tell me? Uh, I don't remember. Well, actually. you said yeah, you got to be a little faster. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> you gotta be a little faster. Yeah, you gotta be just a little faster. You'll be able to see that ribbon, you know. <laughs> but anyway. Well, we all have our own ribbons, and that's, that's all good, true. You know? That's true. So it's you know, just finishing. You know, whatever race you do, and you start it and you finish it, and you're a winner. Yeah, you know, and that's it's one of those few sports that you're you can be as as uh, as good as the as the as the most elite in that regard. You can be crossing a finish line and get the same feeling of accomplishment that some of the faster guys or the better guys are. Right. And, yeah. and you know what? One thing I do like about this is that this is a real accomplishment. I mean, we're talking about how, you know, you can run a 5K and you accomplish something, half marathon, and ultra marathon. But um, when you're done, you really did accomplish something. This That's wasn't right. an everybody Absolutely. shows up uh, medal. Yeah. Even the people yeah. that showed up, everybody shows up. Yeah, you, everybody gets that same that. finishing medal. You yeah. know, you, right. you just There's no time on the medal, you know. And yeah. It says, ah, oh, you know, you're... I mean, let's face it, there's a, uh, you take an average marathon, let's say you have 10,000 people, there's probably five people that are possible winners. Right. Okay? So for the rest of the, those 9,000 and whatever, you know, it's all your own thing. You know, whatever you get there, you get there. But you, you know? earned it. 
everyone. Oh yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Whether you exactly. whether you walked fast and you know, or you ran, it doesn't make any difference. Whether it's seven hours or or four hours or three hours, you still get to the same place. You know, it's in fact, it takes a lot more effort to be a slower runner than it does to be a faster runner because you're out on the course a lot longer. Yeah, I mean, getting rained you know, down. So and bears wise, and, I yeah, mean, you right. have somebody that runs and a marathon in, in three hours, let's that's say. Right. Okay, now you look at. And there's another guy who's run six hours, who's maybe 80 pounds overweight. Well, that 80-pound overweight guy has worked a lot harder, a lot harder than the guy that ran three hours, you know? Well, that's a good thought. So you have to, you know, also appreciate him, you know, because he put a lot more endurance, in, you know, into the race than the guy that ran the three hours. It was easier mm-hmm. for a three-hour runner. Yeah. All right. Now we're we're out of time right now. But is there oh. anything you guys wanted to end with? A story you didn't sneak in there? Or ah. We done? Well, I don't know. I don't There's know. plenty. I think we, we got, just. We know it's. You can keep going for quite yeah, a while. Yeah. How many? Yeah. How much more time you got? Okay. <laughs> well, but I. But, but I you know, know one of my one of my favorite quotes is actually from T. S. T. S. Eliot. Right. And it says, "Only those who risk going too far can possibly find out how far they can go." That is awesome, and we'll leave with that. And okay. I just wanted to say thank you very much to Edward Peters for the 150 marathon runner guy at uh, 60. <laughs> and, runner uh, guy, that's me. Uh, runner guy, and uh, Dave Bowers for being my guest uh, host. What time is it? Oh, my God, I got to run. Yeah, we got to run. Yeah, yeah okay, we got to yeah. run. We got to <laughs> run. <laughs> well, thank you very much for being on Off the Couch, for those of you sitting well, on the thanks, phone Paul. about thanks getting for the off the couch. Thank you. Thanks, Paul.